I get pitched by people who want to give me a demo and I'm probably not the right person in my, in my organization to see a demo. I have a couple other people that would be more technical and would understand terminology better than me. I'm, I'm a higher level, you know, I just want to know the business. I, I'm not a detail oriented person anyway. And so when people go down in the weeds and they, and they just keep giving their, their spiel, it's horrible. Lori, it's great to see you. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. Uh, I know you're in the Boston, New England area, and a lot of us are in that area. In fact, the company is like basically based or founded out of uh, Boston, even though we have folks all over the uh, country. So very much appreciate your time. Let's talk a little bit about soft skills in sales, right? You get pitched all the time. And yes. what are some tips that you would give folks out there around you know, your presence, some communication skills, and really building rapport with your prospect. And of course, you know, knowing who your audience is, who those prospects are and by role, and how do you kind of like craft your talk track to really resonate? Yeah, that's such an important point, George, when you talk about knowing who you're speaking with, because I can't tell you how many times I get pitched by people who want to give me a demo. And I'm probably not the right person in my, in my organization to see a demo. I have a couple other people that would be more technical and would understand terminology better than me. I'm, I'm a higher level, you know, I just wanna know the business. I, I'm not a detail oriented person anyway. And so when people go down in the weeds and they, and they just keep giving their, their spiel, it's horrible. And I, I, I cringe anytime someone even talks about giving me a demo. In fact, I feel like I need to give kind of a preamble about what not to do and uh, how to sell me because I can't take the, the going in the weeds, details, technical terms. Give me a high level. What will it do for me? Why should I need it? Who's using it? And, and, and give me, you know, the, the high points so that I can make a better decision. Got it. And so let's talk about what not to do. You mentioned going into the weeds. Is there anything else around your presence and maybe starting or kicking off a call? You know, what, what you would do yeah. in the middle, setting the stage, and then, of course, concluding a call? Yeah, well, you know, the foundational element of knowing how to use your webcam. I'm looking at the dot on my webcam right now. I'm not looking at you on the screen because you need to see my eye contact. And even though I'm tempted to look, uh, I may glance periodically, but I need to remember to keep my eyes on the screen. And if people are not good at that, I've even had a picture of the person I'm talking to you know, a small version and I taped it above for the right, you know, for a really important demo or important interview. I don't do demos, but if I did an interview, um, that's what I would do. And, and so that you can really feel the connection, the contact, and then building some rapport. We don't want small talk like, oh, how's the weather? 
but something that you may have seen on my LinkedIn that is important, you know, that's helpful if it's not just about what school did you go to, but the fact that I've been working on a podcast for a number of months, I'm working really hard on it. And if someone mentioned a specific episode, for example, rather than, oh, I saw your, I saw your podcast, it's really great. You know, that doesn't do anything for me. So if you're going to reference some work that someone's done, whether it's content or something on LinkedIn, be specific about what it is. And it's not hard to do. It's super easy these days, don't you think? Yeah, totally. I mean, you're in uh, all day, right? You're not walking out and having to commute and all that. So you have that extra time. I, I think that one of the things that I've noticed for myself when I was carrying a bag uh, earlier this year and then uh, also at the in in 2020 gosh I forgot the year right <laughs> yeah right in 2020 I, I just remember when it was so packed jam-packed where I was just doing call to call to call I found myself really winging it and my my bit my sales business acumen just went out out the window right because I, I was just going through the motions and I and so I, I you know I know that I wanted to jam in a lot of meetings I know that I you know I had those deals come in or those I should say those prospects come in and but I, I'm really guessing that my win rates on those were probably not what I'd like them to be uh, be and then you know and certainly maybe the, the, the sales cycle was longer than it should be right. because I wasn't coming prepared. So maybe even if I didn't lose the deal, you know, I'd have to do more work in the short term to get people to understand what's going on. I have to do more work around discovery and those sort of things. And then more work about building rapport and actually making someone want to do business with me. Right. And yeah. so, so that really resonates a lot. Spend some time. I know it's such a basic thing, right? But yeah. when we're super busy, it gets a little difficult. It's, yeah, it's more important to to do a little less, you know, maybe one less demo and have the, enough time to take some notes, make some notes, and whatever you learn from the conversation. I was working with a company the other day who gave me a demo. Um, I think it was yesterday can't tell what day it is either. And, <laughs> and it's the second time I've talked with them. They're a vendor. They, they would like to work with me. And they sent me notes, like mm. shortly at, within an hour or two. And it was basically a highlight of the conversation. I think this is so important and don't overlook this because if you're having meetings stacked, stacked up, you know, if you are, so are they. The, the people that are getting the demos are going through one thing after another, after another all day and having notes to fall back on. It's so wonderful if someone else made them and sent them, whether, you know, it's recorded and you can transcribe it or what have you. I just think it's really helpful to personalize it and just highlight what the call to action is and, and what's going to what what did I say I would do next? And then they can follow up on that very easily. Awesome. You know, it's ironic because I spent a lot of time like teaching sales, particularly early stage startup sales. And I really was a fan of sales, did all this, you know, I don't know, ambitious stuff in, in probably in many ways. And, uh, and I, and recently I was, you know, I was telling you, I was, 
carrying a bag. And I, I recently I did this meeting and and I did the first call and it was kind of like a generic call, right? First time I, I met the stakeholder and there was one other stakeholder on their side on the call. And then the, we were gonna do the, the next call. And so we were scheduling the next call and the next call was, was with like 20 people on their end, right? So yeah. I go into the meeting, frankly, poorly prepared because my schedule was totally insane. And, uh, and I thought to myself, okay, well, there's going to be 20 people in that meeting. You know, there's only going to be one, maybe two stakeholders who have seen my demo before. And so I essentially did the same, you know, talk track and demoed the same thing. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, you know, I ended up getting noticed that that stakeholder who was a senior uh, member of their team wrote one of my colleagues uh, who was a senior member at, at, at the, the team and was like oh you know um, they did the same demo you know and it was a it was a poor experience because it was the same demo and the same uh, talk track that I saw right just for the one person <laughs> yeah it, it was like basically the same you know the same sort of thing and, yeah. and and I you know and I understood where they were coming from like you know, I, I can't defend it. I couldn't have said, oh, shit, you know, I, I that, that, you know, I have that guy. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. spent two hours preparing for this thing. Yeah, I frankly winged it and did the same yeah. thing. And it was just so interesting because we were, this individual was on the sales side, right? And so I think they expected a better experience, um, you yeah. know, as well. Like, personalize that second one. Do some discovery beforehand you know, I'm going to give you some information. It's an audience of 20 people. I'm putting my, you know, myself on the line to get you an audience. And then you show up and give me the same generic thing. You know, right. I got it. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. So that That's really a good makes point. sense. And even, you know, even if look, I mean, hindsight's 2020, but reaching out to that person and saying, Hey, you already saw the, the, you know, my depth, that I typically do do you mind you know if I do some of that again or you know just get his support that could have been an idea too because I know that's hard because you have different levels of people are showing up at different times and some people have seen things and it's hard to jump ahead when there's something valuable that you might still need to show so yeah I totally get that that's a it's tricky and I think just by building rapport and checking in with people like, you know, do we need to show a little more of this or should we skip ahead? Could be a good point. Absolutely. Well, Lori, thank you so much for your time. Very much appreciated. So for folks out there, absolutely focus on your proper presentation, right? And what I mean presentation and what Lori is mentioning is, you know, as a reminder is the setup on your camera. Try your best to look into the actual camera. Uh, most of you probably have some indicator where the camera is, some green light or what, whatever color. So that's that first piece. You really focus on maybe not taking as many calls. I know your sales manager might freak out, but I think if you sit down and you talk to them about it, like I need time to prepare, especially if you're selling mid-market enterprise, you really need that, right? Space it out. It's not going to be a, 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 you know, one call close right continue gotta personalize yeah you gotta personalize it so maybe don't take so so many calls and and really make it more of a quality experience for them and and then of course you know parlaying into that rapport building making sure that you're doing your research up front 
you're looking for that element to connect with them outside of the weather and you've been to their town at some point. Right. I think that's a little old. I mean, I guess you can get creative with it sometimes, but yeah, if you got a really good story. And hone those communication skills. You can become a student of sales and every day you could learn something about say, I'm sorry, about communication, uh, be, become a student of communication because that is such a key element to being successful in sales. If you learn new vocabulary every day, if you learn how to do different ways, you know, just so many different things that you can learn that will help you be a better seller. Awesome. Well, Lori, thank you so much for being on this podcast. If uh, if folks want to like reach out to you, I know you have amazing content out there. What are the best like websites, URLs, social handles to reach you? Yeah, Scoremore Sales. Uh, I'm all over social on as Scoremore Sales. ScoremoreSales.com is a website and Women's Sales Pros. So um, thanks. It's been a real pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about Women's Sales Pros because we want to really be able to promote uh, yeah. you know, diversity and uh, inclusion in, in the workplace. It's been a bro yeah. fest for too long. And me as a very emotional kind of like, you know, sometimes I've been told I got this like, you know, feminine energy at times, yeah. right? Um, it's, uh, you know, and I get it. I embrace it. I think yeah. that, that's a good thing. You know, I think yeah. there's got to be a, a change uh, or an evolution, I should say, yeah. an expansion of right. our, of our expansion. Industry. It's an expansion. It's not a deletion. That's the main yeah. thing. Women are underrepresented in, in every area of sales, particularly at the top. And so, by bringing on more women in sales roles of all different diversity, you know, that's the other things that we need to change. We need to reflect who our buyers are. And so we're working really hard to do that. Technology sales, it's, you know, it's a tough one. Um, so we're, I, we work really hard at Women's Sales Pros. We have a blog, we have podcasts, and we have different programs for both companies to, improve on this and also for women themselves so awesome. check it out at women womensalespros.com awesome Lori, virtual hug hope to see you and your husband here in miami we'll go to yeah. dinner i'll show you some good places here that'll and, be awesome uh, yeah and, and we'll try to enjoy the sun a little bit before you yeah. go back to the winter it's a little warmth <laughs> for sure we'll have a wonderful evening and thanks again thanks george <laughs>